idea of this podcast is to interview successful people in advertising to equip, motivate, and hand you some knowledge that will better your chances to break into the advertising industry. Today, we do just that with Ashley Bozeman. Ashley Bozeman is a multidimensional creative who has a background in comprehensive and traditional art. She's an art director at Mother, an advertising agency based in Brooklyn, New York, where she is a lead creative on the holiday campaign for Target. So to all the listeners out there, let's make sure Mother is on your agency radar. Before Mother, she spent three and a half years at the Martin Agency in Richmond, Virginia, where she was the first black woman to be hired in the history of the company's creative department. Here, she worked on brands like Geico, DoorDash, Old Navy, and Oreo. In 2017, she graduated from the Creative Circus with a certificate in art direction and graphic design. Before that, she received her bachelor's degree in public relations from Hampton University in 2015. Ashley is very passionate about using her platform to amplify the voices of underrepresented communities through creativity, mentorship, and various multimedia avenues in hopes of making the creative industry more diverse and accessible to all, something we can all get behind. To see Ashley's recommended resources just for you, head over to her to our Instagram, at Breaking and Entering Pod. All one word, at Breaking and Entering Pod on Instagram. This show is supported by Chicago Portfolio School. This is a one-year portfolio school option that has helped thousands of students break into the ad industry, and they can help you too. To learn more about them and their process, visit them at chicagoportfolio.com. Now, on with the show. This is going to be a good one, and I'm super excited for you all to listen to it. This is the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast, and as usual, I'm your accomplice, Gino Schellenberger. Kick it, Mikey. Ashley Bozeman, welcome to the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast. Thanks for coming on. How are you doing today? Oh, thank you so much for having me. I am good. It is Tuesday. Uh, you know, it's two o'clock. We're slowly making it through this week. Um, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, we scheduled this pretty short notice, like just a couple <laughs> couple hours ago. So I appreciate you coming on again. You are an art director at Mother, which is what is Mother? Is that is it a design agency? Is it an ad agency? Tell me about it. Yeah, so Mother is an independent ad agency. Um, I specifically work at the New York office, so I'm at Mother New York. Um, but there is a mother London, a mother LA, and I think also a mother uh, Shanghai. So um, they are kind of all in about. But what's really cool is that they are, um, again, more of a on the smaller scale of as far as like size wise of employees. But um, it's really it's really a cool experience to be a part of an independent agency. And so we are, you know, there's no one that we need to report to or anything like that. So um, they take the creative risk that they see fit. So um, yeah. that's what that. That is a constant um, theme in this podcast is independent verse. Um, yeah, I'm sure. Owned, owned by a holding company of some sort. Yeah. Um, pros and cons of both. And yes, obviously, like being independent, you're, you could be more nimble, I think. <laughs> You know, you like you said, you don't have that approval process, um, but um, 
Yeah. You've been in the, well, I was about to bring it up now. We might as well just get into it. Yeah. You were just at Martin, right? Is that, that's, I'm pretty sure that's independent. Am I wrong? Um, no. So they are under, uh, IPG. So they, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Martin's under IPG. And so, um, you know, again, also too, I think working remotely, sometimes it's also kind of hard and I've also kind of been siloed in like my, um, in the one brand that I'm currently working on. But, mm-hmm. um, so I haven't seen like a ton, a ton of differences just yet. Mm-hmm. And, holding company versus um independent but um i do love i you know i spent three and a half years at martin and again best three and a half years ever love martin to death um but again i think now it's it's cool to kind of have an opportunity just to see what else is kind of just out there and um and you know just again just more for creative um growth so oh yeah and we'll we'll get to that i was just i was just curious but like but that even aids the argument sometimes like if you are owned I know Droga's owned. I know mm-hmm. now I know Martin's owned. Like you could mm-hmm. still come up with a super great work, be one of the best agencies out there. Sure. So exactly. I'm, I am curious, like about your role today at Mother. You mm-hmm. you gave me an amazing bio before this, and it says that uh, you lead creative on the holiday campaign for Target, and you're an art director. So Target holiday campaign that's gotta be awesome tell us about what you're doing right now because you've been there for seven months now yeah so um i it's, it's still very new um mm-hmm. i came there probably end of may i think was my start date um and so we've just been rocking and rolling ever since um it's myself and then it's two other creatives and so the three of us are kind of um currently as of right now we are the the three lead creatives um mm-hmm. and uh Target holiday, of course, we have our, our CDs and everything like that as well. But, um, you know, right now we're in the process of um, post-production, really. Um, so we spent probably, I would say probably two or three months um, writing scripts, doing all the concepting, things like that. Um, and then we actually ended up being in L.A. for um, exactly four weeks. Oh, I was wow. there. So I spent, um, I lived for a month in L.A., um, from the end of August to the, about, you know, mid in September. And, uh, the first two weeks we spent just literally just prep. So that was like set design that was fittings, callbacks, wardrobe. And then after that, we shot, we had, uh, eight shoot days. And then I had a ninth day, which was a, uh, a reshoot day, but I did that from home. And so that was like a little virtual thing. Wow. And then we jumped straight into editing. And so we've been doing editing and then mixing and then coloring and then grading and um now we are just on the last like we're just uh grading our um or we're doing the last effects for our uh december anthem but november is completely out there wow uh, you should be seeing it on your airways um and what so did that- you make what, what, what were you producing yeah so um it's actually a lot so um yeah. we this year uh they actually just um they just wanted to just do more, which was, you know, which is uh, a really great opportunity. And so we have a uh, November 32nd anthem. We have a December 32nd anthem. We also have a Spanish language 30, 32nd anthem. And then I want to say between the months of December and November, there's probably about, I would say altogether, probably about six to eight, um, 15, uh, 15 second spots. Okay. And then probably about like, six six second spots wow and again some of those things were obviously lifts that we would put into the anthem mm-hmm. so you might see something like again 
but a lot of it was very unique. And then also too, on top of that, um, everything also then has to be, every spot has to also be translated into Spanish, except mm. for the, the two anthems. So all the 15s then, um, it's like a, a two, four. So you get one fifteen in English, one fifteen in Spanish. And so, yeah. um, right now we're just in the process of just shipping stuff out. So yeah, it's been, um, it's, it's been quite a beast. I can't lie. I can. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. And now, so where are you at right now? You're, you're in post-production you said? Yes. So right now we're in post-production. Uh, we are working on, um, shipping some stuff out for December and then, um, you know, after that, I think by the time November, or, uh, not November, but uh, Thanksgiving hits, we should be at a good place with that. And then December will start to launch on December 1st. Okay. So, yeah. I was going to ask you what your role entails, but that was pretty much, that pretty much <laughs> it's at all. That, that yeah. was really good. It was, uh, and it, but you know, it's, it's been really great, like, again, to, to truly go from the concepting phase all the way yeah. until like, um, I mean, we like, to also to work on a brand like Target, it is, um, it's so different because also to everything that you have in the spot also has to be Target based objects. So any sets that we pull together, all the couches, all the furniture, all the things like that. And, you know, we spent so much time like actually shopping through the website and picking things like that we can bring to set and then mm -hmm. doing all of the set designs. I think we made um, I think it was all together. Um, it was like 21 unique sets um, that we had built and then also had to wow. paint and then redress. 21? 21. Wow. So it was, it was, it was a lot. And again, it's just like, just for these different vignettes that we have in each of the spots. But, um, you know, we'll go from that. We worked on the, the wardrobe um, was very, very extensive. Um, the food even too was very extensive, the food styling brief and making sure that we're representing um, cultures correctly in the way that we prepare dishes and foods and making sure we're doing research there. Um, and then of course, hair, hair and makeup or glam as we call it was also a whole nother process, same with lighting. Um, so truly anything that you could think of production wise, like this was a, a great, lesson and knowing how to well, what were you expected to like contribute like after the concepting portion like are you just there every day like what were what were your responsibilities exactly was it just yeah. like all over yeah so it was a little bit of all over so um and because it is so much work um we did kind of like uh divvy up some of the things of like who was uh or like which uh team at times um could lead mm -hmm. uh, a certain um aspect of it so for example um uh, me and my partner at the time, we had led, um, what was it? Uh, like it was styling, like uh, like wardrobe. And we also led uh, food styling. Mm -hmm. And so with that, we actually like, we created with the brief, we created the brief. We went through and made sure that like, these are the things we needed with the um, wardrobe um, or our stylist. Uh, we actually, that's why we were there so early. We did all these like laydowns where we look at every single, like from the casting, we then find outfits to, that one works for that person, but then two works as a collective. So thinking about the color story there, as far as mm. like, okay, if we have some two people in blue, maybe we put the little girl in purple, then maybe we put somebody else in like a, you know, another cooler color. So then that way you can have this really nice color story and making sure that wow. that also works well. It makes sense. Yeah. And then that making sure then that that also then pops off with the set colors and what that looks like, because then if it blends in too much or mm. blends too much to like the couch or the bed or whatever it might be, then like that can't work. And so it was, 
just a huge matrix of just trying to figure out a little bit of everything. But um, there's truly not a thing that I don't think that any of us didn't touch. I think everybody got to touch something because it was physically just so much stuff to do. Absolutely. And, you know, so. I mean, are there other agencies that you're working with, like for shooting and production, or is it just all mother? Yeah, no, no, no. So we worked, um, we had a production company, Little Minx. Uh, we did Hurt City for the mixing, Rock, Paper, Scissors for um, editing. Okay. Um, Merman, I think we also use as well. So, um, of course, those those were mm-hmm. our, our main partners for sure. Um, right. But we were still just like the, the agency of record. Of course, of course. Yeah. Well, now you're all done with that, right? So when can we see it all and where can we find it? Sure. So um, right now, actually, if you go on Target.com, you are not Target.com, but Target on uh, YouTube, you can okay. actually watch the 30 second spot. It also should be airing um, probably on most channels. Um, I don't know the specific ones off the top of my head, but um, even like again, who ads and YouTube ads, you'll see a lot of those 15 second ones. Um, but know that again, those big anthems will for sure be on, um, those will be on, uh, YouTube. So that'll be great. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. Well, th- you did a great job there, but I want to also know just like high level, like tell us about mother, how sure. many people work there. Give us like the profile on the agency. So for people that aren't maybe haven't heard of it, well, you should have heard of it, but people that haven't heard of it, give them the rundown. Like what's the feel it's in Brooklyn, but what else do they need to know? Yeah, for sure. So, um, so mother, uh, so actually them moving to Brooklyn is actually a very new change. That's something that just happened. They just opened up their new office, um, literally a few weeks ago. Um, and so now they're actually based in Kiwanis, Brooklyn. Um, I, um, still working remote. Um, I haven't had a chance to move out to New York just yet, but, um, when I was up there to visit, um, the space is beautiful. It's like this beautiful like warehouse. It's like so much beautiful natural light, the plants, the decor, it's it's really lovely. And so um, they are now, um, that's like a new change that they're now in, um, in Brooklyn. So they moved from where to where? From I wanna say, and again, I hope that I don't get this wrong. They were like closer to, I think, almost like Hell's Kitchen. Okay. Um, and now they are in Brooklyn. I believe okay. that's where they were. I've never been to the old office before, but sure. um, but yeah, so they're there. Um, they are um, a, uh, I know at least for the New York office, that again, kind of like a, a smaller amount of people, I'd probably say, um, I'd say probably just reaching about like 200, maybe. That's good. That's good size. Yeah, that's yeah. a nice size. Um, I want to say that a cre- creative department is probably about like, maybe 80 60 to 80 somewhere sure. in there um and so um and hopefully I don't, i'm not butchering these stats mm-hmm. but again they are um a, a bit of a of a nice like kind of again i i, I like that size a lot because it's mm-hmm. enough for you to know everybody in the office yeah and kind of yeah. know what everybody's working on which i right. think is really helpful so um so yeah so we have um and then also too at mother um at least at the new york office so um, our big accounts there include um, David Buster's, Target. Um, I know uh, also to the uh, New York Public Library, which is a really cool account that they have as well. They do Instagram stuff. Um, and then again, some like cool like pro bono projects that they'll also have. Um, and then as well as their advertising, Mother's also very 
highly known as having just an outstanding uh, design program. Mm. Um, and so in a design department. And so the design department, it's, like, oh, it's almost like its own entity. Ah. Um, very much so a part of it. But um, I mean, they've even designed like the branding suite for Reese Witherspoon's, um, what is her, th- uh, her book club, um, which is really dope. So um, yes, mm. so we have them as well. And so um, outside of advertising, Mothers is very, very, very highly known for their um, design wow. department. Which I'm looking is through the website right now. It's really cool. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it's, again, as an art director, especially, it's really nice to be a part of um, somewhere that is so, um, so visually mm-hmm. uh, based. And so I, I always was a fan of theirs. And I always knew that, um, you know, that they had done like, just beautiful work. And again, as an art director, especially even working on holiday um for target has just been great because there are just so many skills and stuff you can learn absolutely are they um fully remote still or are they expecting people to come to the office what's the situation there yeah so yeah yeah so they are trying to get people back in um because they do have this really nice new space um and so i think um again some people like myself who are new and who haven't made the full transition yet um, we're, I'm not in the office just yet, but, um, I think by probably next year, next spring, that it'll probably be majority of people in the office, I would say, okay. but yeah, people are great. going every day right now. So that's great. Hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. So I'm reading here is founded in London in 1996, Yes. but now it's in New York and all over. Great. Let's back it up now. So we got mother, we know what you're doing now, sure. yeah. but so we know i'm listening i think a lot of people probably listening this to this episode they probably know the agency they might know you they might know the role that i'm going to include as an art director so they want to be you or they want to be in a similar role as you so let's figure out how you got to this part of your career and let's kick it back all the way to college i think we can just start there and what was that definitive moment when you said i want to pursue advertising? Was it right away in college? Did you have to go to another college? Mm-hmm. Give us the rundown. Yeah. So um, I'd like to say that I stumbled into it. I had no idea that this is what I wanted to do for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, in college, I actually, um, I'm somebody who also too, like, I always loved art. I love to draw, I love to paint, I love to make things. Um, and I should have known that I probably wanted to do something creative when I was taking art classes every single semester in college, but I was a PR major. Um, And so I majored in public relations and, you know, which was cool. I didn't hate it at all. I thought it was kind of cool, but like, um, I remember, like, I remember one, one semester I didn't take an art class and it was like, just like, I just felt all over the place. Like Mm. art was the one thing that made me feel like, okay, I'm making something like things are happening. And so I didn't realize it at the time, but like, that was like something that's very like essential to me. And so, um, so, you know, I graduate and, um, again, as another sign, as soon as I graduate, I say, okay, well, if I have to get a, um, if I have to give a job in advertising, um, or not in advertising in PR, then I have to make sure that I get, um, or that I take some classes in art on the side. And so while I was looking for jobs, I was actually more so looking for like art schools to just take like night classes at um, uh, most yeah. of the time. And so in the process of doing so, I actually ended up finding um, the Creative Circus. Mm-hmm. And so 
you know, when you are looking for jobs in communications, um, a lot of times when I was um, just scrolling down, I would actually pass the role of art director. And I always thought that that was really cool. But I was like, I would look at the description and be like, how does anybody get to be this? Like, it sounds so cool, but I have no idea how I would be able to be a part of that. And so, um, you know, when I found the circus, I was like, oh, I have the jackpot. Like, I could just be an art director. I could just go do that instead. I'll just go back to school. And so, like, I I literally, like, I prayed on it. I asked my parents. I was like, okay, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Can I do this? I know y'all were probably expecting me to get a job, but listen, I think that this is what I want to do. And so they were like, okay. So um, mm-hmm. I moved from, um, and I went to Hampton University in Hampton, Virginia. And so I, um, after graduation, I then moved to Atlanta, Georgia for two years. And um, mind you, when I came to the circus, unlike some of my classmates, like I had not taken one graphic design class. Okay. I had opened Adobe once. I had no idea about thinking. I honestly didn't even know it was really for advertising. Okay. Like I just thought it was just to be an art director. I literally went into it like, okay. And so <laughs> just call it like, it was a, what I like to call it, it was a two year boot camp because on top of learning how to literally think conceptually and like learning all the things of design, I was like literally learning the programs. Like I right. learned how to use Illustrator and Photoshop and mm-hmm. learning about like hierarchy and layout and color and um, typography and all of these things. Um, which was extremely stressful at times um, because again, it was things that I loved, but, or that I didn't even know that I loved, but I loved. And, but at the same time to learn it and then being asked to execute it at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah, that's tough. At time, that was really tough. And so, yeah. um, but again, I made it out alive. It was great. Um, and so I think it was at the end of my, um, it goes by quarters at the, at my, the end of my last quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a, uh, a portfolio kind of conference thing um, in New York every year called um, Here Are All the Black People in New York. And um, I had been to it the year before and I brought my little portfolio that was like very much so like, it was very much so giving baby portfolio and I was fine because it was good for me to have practice. But like, I knew it wasn't all that, but whatever. Um, but now I had like a finished portfolio right. from school. And so I was just like, okay, I'm ready. And so... I went through and it was very much so like, it was just kind of by chance. You stood in the line, you kind of went through people. And um, one of the people that I happened to talk to worked at Martin. And so, um, you know, they were just like, no, we really like your stuff. Like, I'll put you in touch with our recruiter and, you know, let's take it from there. Um, I went back to homecoming for Hampton um, that fall and um, like a few weeks later and they were just like, yeah, if you want to drive up and, you know, we can just do like a little interview here. And I was like, okay, sure. And then at the end of the day, it just came down to, um, I actually got two offers either between um, Martin or FCB Chicago. Mm. Um, um, again, as a girl who's from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and both her parents are from Chicago. I love Chicago. And oh, I didn't, we, we didn't mention that before. Yeah, I, yeah I, I realized I didn't have it in my thing. But yes, I'm a Midwest girl through and through. And so I was just like, one of my dreams is literally to live downtown Chicago. So I was just like, I could do it. I could just live downtown. It'd be dope. X, Y, and Z. But I don't, it was just something about Martin. And I told my of mom, I was, and she was just like, really? I was just like, yeah, I was just like, I was like, I Richmond? do. Like, where's, what's Richmond? What's, I said, what's yeah. Richmond? One, two, I already did two, four years in Virginia. Granted, right. I mean, it's like an hour and a half away, but I was just like, 
I've done mm -hmm. Virginia. So, you know, when you're in portfolio school, you're like, oh, I'm about to go to New York. I'm going to LA. Like, mm -hmm. but, what, what, what were you going to work on? Like, what was the decision down to? Like, do you know what clients you were going to be on or what team? So, so you know what? I, I don't know if I, I can't remember. I don't know if I knew a ton about what Martin had for me just yet. I know that they had said a few things like Oreo and things like that, but oh, actually yeah. Pepsi Beast, um, those clients actually seemed really cool. It was like a, um, I think it was like a, like a beer brand and then like something else that seemed really cool. Hmm. But honestly, for me at the end of the day, and just like still to this day, how I try to judge um, anything I work on, I was literally just judging it by the people. Yeah. And it was just something about the people at Martin that made me feel like, they had like intentionally like made space and that they really, really wanted me there. That yeah, was, seriously. You know what yeah. I mean? I was just like, I told my mom, I said, if I don't go here, I think I would be missing out on something. And so, yeah. Um, so yeah, spent three and a half years there. And then that just helped to propel. And then again, the only reason why I decided to make the transition to mother is just for, you know, just more creative growth. I think um, you grow when you go to different places and you work under yeah. different leaderships, um, you take on bigger roles. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that was really the the only reason. But again, I, I loved Martin. It was a great first place for me to be. That was probably the best place I could have been. Oh, yeah, that's a great, that's a great one. I mean, FCB would have been great too in yeah. Chicago. Um, both were really good. How did FCB give you an offer? What, how did they... Yeah. So, you know what, I had, um, I think I might've met them too at the Here All the Black People conference. And, and then I wait, I want to ask you about that. Yeah. Um, is that, that's not through Circus, is it? No. So that's this own conference, correct? Um, yes. Yeah, so the Circus will have its own portfolio review. Yeah. This one, um, Here All the Black People is fantastic. It Obviously it, it's really for anyone, but it's definitely mm -hmm. geared towards um, creatives of color. And um, it's really nice because um, it's completely free. Nice. And also, too, you can even um, apply for travel stipends. Oh, nice. Really great. And it's just like a one day thing. But like a lot of agencies come, they have great speakers, like keynote speakers you can listen to. And then they have a really robust portfolio review. There and you go. So, um, it was like, again, just a, a match made in heaven. And so it just made the process so much easier, too. I think when you can just meet people in person for the first time mm -hmm. um, and just kind of talk to your work. So um, that was. That was a really cool experience. And I think um, I think they just brought it back again this year. Obviously, I know everything was a down year last yeah. year. But um, definitely a great, great resource that yeah. I only done two years in a row. So. Yeah, we'll have to link to that on yeah. our social. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, so, yeah. It was, um, yeah so then that's that's kind of how I got to, to here now. Um, but yeah, more so just trying my best to kind of just listen to my gut and just say like, okay, well, mm -hmm. obviously you want to do something creative. So just do it. Mm -hmm. And then also too, like you want to work where there's really good people and that's what I've been trying my best to do. So what yeah. was it, what was it like at Martin? Cause uh, actually, um, I'm, I'm getting a lot of Martin guests on this podcast lately Yeah, yeah, yeah. and people love Martin. I mean, the work is great. Uh, you know, the guy co-work first comes to mind yeah scoop, scoop there it is yeah <laughs> but um yeah like what you said you oreo but like what what do you learn there like yeah those three years which is a good amount of time that's probably above average time yeah. span for yeah. those roles now so what did you learn there like what were some of those key learning outcomes yeah so i think for me at martin i think they just taught me how to be like 
very much so like I was very focused on my craft at Martin, which was great, especially like as a coming out as a junior. Um, also, too, I think that they did a great job in um, uh, just I think like to have such a robust clientele was also great. Mm-hmm. because it just allowed you to open your mind to be so versatile. And I think when you're first starting out, that that's a really great thing to have. I think when you're first starting out, it's sometimes it's not, I feel like it can be beneficial to have like one main thing that you have because it's like, okay, now you have like a team and things like that. But when you're kind of like working on like multiple accounts at one time, it allows your brain to truly like max out on its creativity. Like you're able to kind of like, Again, how I approached a project for DoorDash was way different than I approached a project for Old Navy, which was way different than when I approached like this podcast series we did for uh, Geico, which was way different than I did for Virginia Tourism. Like, mm-hmm. and so to have also too, to come out having that knowledge on both like, whether it's like packaged products, whether it's like a, a food service brand, whether it was this, like also too, to have that kind of collection of stuff in your work and potentially whether it made your book or not, you mm. know that you were able to be just so like, I think it just makes you so much more marketable when now you are like, when you want to start looking for another place, because then you can be like, oh yeah, well, I mean, I've done mm. something in the beverage industry or I've already done something like this. And, you know, I already know how like my mind can work in those ways. And so um, that exposure I think was invaluable. So I, that I really, really appreciated for Martin. Um, as well as just like, there are just some really great creatives and like extremely hard workers there. And I think, um, especially again, when you're first coming out, you want to start to um, establish the best habits that you can. Yeah. And I think that Martin was a good place in doing that. Like, well, that I have a question. I'll follow up on that mm-hmm. because yeah. you moved there, right? Like this was all in person and you're still yeah. there in Richmond. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, did you have friends? Like, what'd you do? Like, how yeah. did you like, how'd you like survive? What well, was it just yeah. work 24 seven there or what yeah. was the situation? So, you know what it was, um, did things get busy? Absolutely. There were periods of time where like, I was so busy. And, um, even last year when we were working remote and I was back home, like I was working, like we were like back to back to back, but again, I loved it. It was great. And it was, mm-hmm. Um, again, especially like when you're, when you're first coming out too, like, I, it's just something about like having ownership, like just being so excited to just work on stuff. So there was a lot of work stuff, but I think my, that's the thing I probably also too love most about Martin. It's just like, it was, I found so many different pockets of community there. So, um, their black employee network was fantastic because it's like, I had all these people who. Um, not only looked like me, but also too, like we could share similar interests and common things and we would have our own like parties or like little like get togethers. And so it's just like, and then you also like with that, like if they said, Hey, we're going to winery on the weekend or something like that, like that was great. Um, but then at the same time, I also had my, um, creative ladies in the creative department Mm -hmm. and, um, those girls to this day, like, I don't know if you like on Slack now, you have a feature where you can talk to anybody. Yeah, yeah. We like recreated our group chat because like now we're all spread out and so oh, now nice. we're like all back together again. And like, those are like my creative sisters. Like, mm-hmm. those are my girls. And like, that was fantastic to have them too because like, it was just so easy to make friends at Martin. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, it was ridiculously easy. 
And um, that's what made it so fun too, because so many of us also, like you mentioned, we were all transplants. We didn't, we weren't from, a lot of us weren't from Virginia. A lot of us like for the job. And so it was fun to kind of figure that out with other people. And I think that that's where a lot of friendships were built out of literally exploring out of, um, you know, whatever else we had going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I also was lucky enough. My best friend is actually from Richmond oh, and nice. he had moved back home. So um, I was lucky to also have her with me too. So, nice. but there are plenty of things to do. And I actually, um, I love Richmond. I really mm. Everybody it. says that once they, once they go there, maybe yeah. interesting. It's something in, it's something in the water. I don't know. I can't, you know? <laughs> yeah. I know arts and letters. We that there's going to be by the time this is posted, there'll be an episode for with somebody from arts and letters, which is another agency over there in Richmond that people should check out. Yeah, great. And you're at Mother now. And my last question, besides our advice portion, Mm -hmm. was when you were leaving, like, what was that process like? Uh, You know, was it tough to leave, Martin? Do they want you to stay? What, what? How did mother approach you? Like, can you give us insight into that process? Because I know that stresses people out, but that's yes. also a reality. Like, it's going to happen. So yeah. if we can get ahead of it and learn about it, that'd be really yeah. Really no, and it's funny. I think if you if you've asked this question to like a, another person, I probably should have listened and I would have gotten advice because that was. I'm not gonna lie. That was a very challenging process. I think also too, it's kind of like. It's almost like not in a weird way, but it's it's almost kind of like a breakup in a way, mm-hmm. but it's like an amicable breakup. It's like nothing's wrong. You're just like, I just need to grow. Like, I just need to try something else out. Mm. Um, like that know, girl like, say that to me, you know, <laughs> it's like, look, nothing's right. Look, it's not you. It's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, like it was just it was uh, it was hard. It was definitely very tough because, um, you know, also too, with that being my first job and for me being there like for three and a half years, like, yeah, that's all that I knew. So there was also too, I knew that there was a lot of, I don't know, it was kind of like a lot of risk and there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of fear. I'm not going to lie, kind of jumping out because I was at a place where I was so comfortable. Sure. Like I knew everyone. So I, I just had to like, it again, it, I had always told myself like, okay, once you have like about like three years, see where mm-hmm. you're at see where see what you need see if there's um you know and i think also too once you kind of feel like um you know especially when you come somewhere as a a junior um once you feel like you've kind of done or you've kind of learned pretty much the lay of the land and that like the projects that you're getting tend to feel again they can all feel different and they can all have slight challenges but if you know that you're in the need or in the looks for like a real challenge Mm-hmm. or like for something that's like completely different than what you're doing, then I think it's probably a good sign that, okay, maybe it's time to try something out. And that's not to say you can't go back to that first agency. Sure. Again, a lot of people, Martin, were just like, hey, if you ever want to come back, let us know. And I'm like, I will. And so to still have those relationships, I'm very thankful for. Mm-hmm. But like, um, again, it's just a part of the growing process. I think that that was essentially, I just want to be the best creative that I can be. And mm-hmm. I knew that trying something else out, taking on a, a massive project um, like the one I am on now, like mm-hmm. that's just gonna make me get to the place that I would like to eventually be. And that's again, even more experience with production and post-production and as an art director, especially, I feel like that those things were very, very important to me and that I just wanted to get more experience in on right. a larger scale, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mother, mother just hit me up um, on my, my personal email. They said, hey, 
we have, um, you know, an opening. We're trying to get people, um, you know, we're looking for another team to do holiday. Um, you know, let's talk about it. I started, yeah. I talked to the ECD, I talked to some CDs um, and that's kind of just what it was, but it was, it was a very, very hard decision. Yeah. It hard it's decision. a, it's a good spot to be in though. Yeah, absolutely. And it's again, every move to that salary also goes up, mm -hmm. which again, money isn't everything, but it definitely doesn't hurt. Right. Um, and you know, it just, it just makes you feel like you're still progressing. Yep. I think sometimes you can look up and you're like, oh shoot, I've been here for a long time. And I, yeah. I'm not sure if I've seen all the growth that I've wanted to see. So no, it's, very true. it's going out on the ledge. That's all. No, you, you speak very honestly and I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. So I know that that sometimes can be weird to talk about, but you yeah. know, well, um, all right, then I have no more questions unless now I want to open it up to you. Like, is there anything like you just want to like you wrote down today or anything like you want to get out to the audience? Like any just general advice like you wish you would have known when you started off? You don't have to know, like have it right now, but anything yeah. that come to mind? Yeah, I think um, kind of honestly, like what I mentioned before, it's just like one is just like following your gut, right? Like if the thing if there's if there's something that is inherently a part of you, I truly do believe that. Like, for example, for me, like if I if I loved being creative and I loved making stuff and I loved art as much as I say, um, then it was going to happen eventually. So you might as well just do it earlier is what I just try to tell myself. Like you might as well just lean in earlier because Ooh, the earlier, I like that. yeah, like the earlier you lean because it's going to happen in some capacity. It's always going to happen because that's just who you are initially. So as as soon as you know that, just act on it. Because it's just better now than later. You know what I mean? Wow. So as soon as you hear that thing in your voice, like in the back of your head, that's just like, man, that would be really cool. Or like, or even if something on the side, like I'm really into food photography or I'm really into this, like your mind will literally not let it go until you do it. So you might as well mm -hmm. go ahead and start. So, um, but that's, again, that same thing goes for like, once you feel like if you hear that voice, when you think it's time to leave somewhere, if you hear that voice for like, I've had friends go from, being an art director or being a designer to an art director. Like the minute you feel like, I think I want to, I think I you'll, want this. Yeah. And you'll know it too. And then you will. for me, it was like screaming at me. Like I, yes. I, I had to get out of PR and I was like, it was just like, go like get out. And then I ignored it. And then I was like, all right, like, why am I, people get stuck in positions they don't like for years. Like what's the point? No, what's the, also too, it's just like, and again, and I'm also too constantly still working on finding the healthy boundary between making sure I don't put too much of my self-worth into work right. and that defining again who I am. However, being a creative, it's so hard to do that because yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like these are the things that come from your head that now you see on TV. So it's just like, you want that to be done as well as possible, but it's just like, at the same time, like it's just making sure that you are, um, you know, just, I don't know, just again, taking everything with like a little bit of grain of salt, but then also too, like just listening to yourself. Cause you actually know more than I think. I think we all have more answers within us than we like to give ourselves credit for. I, I think everybody knows like what they want to do in some they way and they, they know do. how to do it too. They do. Everybody, That's crazy everybody knows what they want to do and how to do it or like some idea and you just have to go do it. Like I was Nike said it best. I'm telling you, I was literally like, I was just like, I don't know. I feel like personally, like I was just kind of like in like a slump where like, I just felt like, I don't know. I was like kind of just like 
got into like the work from home blues where like I just like just didn't have like a routine anymore or like whatever. And so I'm over here like reading like articles and watching YouTube videos. I'm like, okay, like how do I get my routine back? And I was just like, girl, you know what you need to do. You can go and listen and watch and do all these things, but you know yeah. exactly what you need to do. Mm-hmm. So we all we all do know. And so I think it's just kind of following your heart there. And then also too, don't be afraid to like just sh- shake it up. Like mm-hmm. if you liked it before, but now you don't really like it, whether that's a place or whether that's your role, just change it. Because like, I mean, we just also, we put so much of our, our, um, our time and effort into work. And I just... I really believe I want everybody to like it as much as they can. Mm-hmm. If you if you're blessed enough and there's, you know, to to do so, like absolutely, like I'm going to make sure I'm working on accounts or with people that um I really enjoy because that's only going to allow me to also pour more of myself into it. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's like my main piece of advice is just just get into it. Nice. Might as well. Why um not? <laughs> I love it. No, this has been great. Yeah, we're honest. It's and candid. Can people reach out to you if they, yeah. you know, they they hear this, they want to learn more, yeah. ask you about agencies or your role or whatever. Just talk with you. What's the best way that they can reach out to you? Sure. So my personal email address is just Ashley Bozeman, A S H L E Y B O Z E M A N, A D as an art director, um, at gmail.com. Okay. And then um, LinkedIn. It's always a great friend. Okay, um, I'll link to all that then. Yeah, Instagram, well. all that stuff. Yeah, for cool. sure. But that's all I got. I mean, I really appreciate it once again. It's been a really great episode, and I hope yeah. people reach out and learn more from you. So. Yeah, for sure. I'm always happy. Um, I think I'm supposed to be meeting a, a few uh, students actually later on this week um, from another thing I did last week. So oh, nice. um, I'm always down to open, super open. Because again, I know this can kind of be a confusing, sometimes intimidating industry. It's kind of secretive. So I really appreciate um, you for having this podcast because this just helps people just learn a little bit more. And I know that, again, I... I definitely would have benefited from it because I had no idea what I was doing. So just to prep people for what they're getting themselves into, I think is God sent. So awesome. Thank you. Thank you again. It's been fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one. All right. Thank you. Did you hear anything on this episode about a job you'd like to have someday soon in advertising strategy design, the kind of job where you use your brain and your creativity If you did, chances are a portfolio can really help you get that job. That's where Chicago Portfolio School comes in. They have programs and classes that help you show off your thinking and get you the job you want. So visit them at chicagoportfolio.com. And if you drop my name, Gino, into the chat box, they'll send you more info and a cool Sharpie or just some more info. You can decide that. Thank you so much for listening to this entire episode of the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast. If you like what you heard, it would mean a lot to us and help us grow and get better guests and better break-ins if you can go to Apple Podcasts and leave us five stars and a small review if you have the time. Be sure to connect with our guests if you like what they said by going to our Instagram at Breaking and Entering Pod. It's all one word breaking and entering pod on instagram we have links to their portfolios and their linkedin and they want to connect so do that and thank yous thank you to mikey malarkey our audio engineer and buchan jong 
our creative director. Can't do it without you two and a team from the University of Illinois. It's a student team from the agency called AdBuzz. They're a PR agency and it's been a pleasure working with them. Thank you all so much and we will see you next week with another amazing guest.